0: Says the Gemara, Daaf Nun Ches, it's today's daf, We are at the top line, the last week of Brachot. Amr Rabbi Yemi ibn Al-Azhar says, Neskalallah Babel, Neskallah Babel, when Babylonia was cursed, Neskallah Shchainaha, that caused the curse to its neighbors as well. As Rashi points out, Older Russia, Older right, woe is to the wicked and woe is to its neighbor, meaning when something detrimental happens to Babel, the surrounding neighborhoods will be affected as well. But Neskala lo Shomron The Pesukim seemed to indicate When Shomron, right, Shomron was the capital Of the ten tribes in the north Right, the Shomron, the Samaria Nesbarchu Somehow the neighbors, you know Even when Shomron was exiled was put into The neighbors were somehow blessed Neskala lo As it says So basically when it was laid Um Rashi points out like animals and wild birds would come in and damage uh, the neighbors that 's what rashi says that 's what Kafud refers to uh, The next passage says the Rashi points out the hasada uh, what that means is, is that there was plenty of food around for others. Meaning, even after Shomun was exiled, the I saw that I gave it over to those that plant and produce, and Shomun was again able to flourish even after it was cursed. Meaning, even after the exile. Rav Hamnuna, Rav Hamnuna said, "Now we'll get back to Brachas, right? Which is the really the, the theme of our Masechta, the chapters." different brachos that you say upon various sites and scenes. So, if you see a large amount of people, as we'll see the Yomar later on, it means 600,000. Omer, you say, Blessed it is the, the sages, means secrets. And we'll, we'll see exactly what that means. If you see a gathering of Gentiles, like the embarrassment of your mother. Yeah. Okay, I don't think I've ever said that, Barucha. The rabbi said, Israel. If you see a large gathering of Jews, Omer Why? What does it doesn't mean sages of secrets. What does that have to do with a lot of people? So, what it means is, Daitum The idat of one person is not similar to the other. And their faces. Well, that doesn't require a secret, but the point is the reason why our faces look different is that's a reflection of our inner thoughts and, and, and our inner differences. So, Barakazesh Barakho, and knows the differences, right? Kazarachho is able to be Makir, each and, and every single person, which is pretty amazing. In other words, you see a site of 600,000 Jews, the bracha you're supposed to make is that everyone's different. Uh, an unbelievable lesson. Benzoma. Benzoma, Ra'uchhusu, Agabi Ma'ilah, Baharabais. When Benzoma saw a bunch of people on top of the Harabais, Omar, he said, Barak Chacham Harazim. And that's the one bracha. And he said, another bracha. Barak Shabara, called Ehlul Blessed that made all these to serve me. Okay, Ben was a, as we we'll see, wealthy man. <coughs> Omer, he used to say, "Kami yegias <laughs> yigad Like how much that ad had to work. what's the passed until he found bread. La Kharash he had to plow zara seed. You know, cutzar harvest farmer gathers thresh bazaar and winnow and separate vatachen and grind vheirken and separate vallah and knead vaf and bake. after all that work, he was able to be hey, Vani, I wake up, mashkin, wmaizik, kalelum, mitakadim. Everything is ready, placed before me, right? I mean, just like us, right? We just go to if we buy bread. The kam You know what he had to do in order to. Uh, find some clothing. Gaza. yet have to shear the loven and then to whiten the comb the tava, and leave a kach motz And only afterwards, vani. But a I wake up. A motzi kol elu mitukan lefunai. Right. I found everything that's mitukan before me. So it sounds like Benzoma was very wealthy. Kol umot shoktos and not only that, but all the nations shoktos. They'd become knocking at my door. Lepetach beisi. When he mashka motzi kol elu lefunai. knows they would come to my door. Rashi says to do business. Okay, who are you, Omer? And Ben Zemma also used to say, "Orach So it sounds like uh, a good guest, right? Rabbi Felson quoted this morning yesterday. Orach tov, Mahu Omer. What does a good guest say? He says, "Kamet terchos tarach A good guest says, "Wow, what how much work the Valais did for me." Right, come a busa, heavy lafana. How much meat he brought before me, how much wine he gave me before me, come a gluskaos, hey villafana, or usually some sort of like cakes and stuff, right, uh Bahamash Tarhitarh al and everything did was only for me. That's what a good guest says. Right? So you come to a host and you say, Wow, Mr. Governor, thank you for having me. I know you did everything just for me, right? Now that seems a little uh I don't know, you a self-centered, you know, look you know, perhaps he did it for everybody else, including yourself. I know, and Oroch Tov has to be so appreciative that he looks at it as that the Baal Habayis did everything just for him. Aval Oroch Ramahu Amr, what would a bad guest say? He would say, mm-hmm. matar toroch Bal Habayas, Pasachati, i Aval Ramahu Amr, what would he say? Ma toroch I only needed one piece of bread. I only needed one piece. So why did he make so much food? Right? He, just, he did all the work for everybody else, and you know, once he was doing the work for everyone else, he, he told me, you know, I'll invite you over. Meaning the Orach ram, the Orach Tov looks at the intention. The Orach Ram looks at the result. The result is, okay, you made food for everyone else, and you added me on. What's the big deal, right? So Orach Tov, when it comes to a good guest, Maho Omer, what does the Pasuk say? This is a Pasuk probably in Eov. It says, Zachar Kisaski Paolo, Asher Sora Anashim. Basically, remember the richness of his work, Asher Sora that the Anashim serve him. Al you Ora know, that's how you, you are praiseworthy really, of those who serve you. Al Ora this is the next Pasuk, the end of the Pasuk in Eov, a bad guest says, Basically, no one will fear uh, such a person because basically this person uh, is not so appreciative of the work you did for him. Fine. So who is this person? So again, the Pasuk concludes by mentioning David ben Yishai. So David ben Yishai was the person who came. But now we're going to talk about Yishai. It says um again it's the ispi me that's referring to yeshay he was a man of the days which all zuking bubba anashim what does that mean bubba anashim so with him as the timer bashay the father of Davas, she also that he went but okhlosah benachnas pokhosa knows wherever he went he had a large groups of jews surrounding him medaras pokhosa when he would expound the torah there are many people amra ula Naktinon. we have a rule in be bebabel there's no gathering large gathering of jews in babel Meaning, the idea is that when you're outside of Israel, it's not worthy of praise. Right? We we don't want so many Jews outside of Babel right? We want a lot of Jews in Eretz Yisrael. So it's it's not, it's not we don't, we don't, we refrain from making a bracha. in We have a concept that there's no We know that six hundred thousand is like the uh, the number which is given uh, at Har Sinai. We say there are six hundred thousand neshamot. That's like the base of, like six hundred thousand root souls there are in the world. And that kind of represents the entire Jewish people. Tanur abanur, haroachach miysvul. If you see a wise Jew, omr you say baruch shechilek shechalak mechach masali reiv that Hashem basically uh, shared, I guess you could say, his Li malireiv to those who fear him. Chacham of over If you see a Chachm of over kichavim, what do you say baruch Nasa. Blessed Hashem gave mechachmas. I mean, the point is that a chacham I mean, of a guy. I mean, he might. In other words, it is worthy of blessing. But the point being that uh, we don't want to say that in the terms of Hashem sharing, we just want to say it in terms of Hashem uh, giving because those Chachmas are different, even though obviously Chachma comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. if you see a Jewish king, is it chile or chilek, right? Or Chalak? What is it? I almost forget. Chalak. Chalak. When you see a Jewish king, you say that he has shared his honor with those who fear. So the question is whether you say this bracha nowadays. You know, on a on a president of the United States when he's you know democratically elected, you know through through a proper election. Assuming no one else is you know involved in our elections, of course. Um, but uh, so the point is that it could be he doesn't really have a status of a king. So yes, laden. If you say such a bracha, however, at the recent gathering of ultra-Orthodox Jews and President Trump, somebody did get up and make the bracha on that, you know, he said on President Trump, that's what he said. Now, the famous, the famous story with Rav R- R- Herzog, Rav R- R- Herzog was one of the first chief rabbis, of, you know, after, after, after Ruf Koch, he was chief rabbi of Israel, and he was a very smart man, he had a PhD. So at his Levaya, somebody said, he was the, one of the first people in a very long time that you can make the bracha both of Haroah Chachme Yisrael and Haroah Chachmei Avdezkechavim. Meaning, when it says this Avdezkechavim, it means a Jew who has acquired, right, you know, Chachmas Umas HaOlam. That's what he said. He acquired. One of the Haredes made a, not so, a cynical, not such a nice joke. And he said, if you're able to make two brachas on such a person, it means you can't make the bracha of Haroah Chachmei Yisrael either. You can't say the bracha. If somebody had both those, that means he, do, he didn't have the didn't have the Jewish one. But it, it wasn't a nice joke to make. The point being that uh, it is possible. Again, chachmas, chachmas doesn't mean chachma of a non-Jew. That's the reason why I'm just mentioning the story. It means chachmas umas olam that was acquired by B'nai Yisrael. Okay. Amar rev. Yochanan. adam So the katmachi Yisrael a person shall always run to see a Jewish king and doesn't have to run to see a non-Jewish king. The next one says, Omar Right, we've had this come a few times. Shemiska, because if one will merit to live in the times of M'sheikh, he will be able to differentiate between the M'sheikh and the M'sheikh. Come. Rav Sheshesh was blind. Everyone was running to see the king. And he went to see the king also, but he was blind. Remember, Rosh Hashishah, Ashkechehu Tzeduki, and uh, there's some Tzeduki uh, found, I guess, Vakama Zavadei Rosh Hashishah, Rosh went with everyone, Ashkechehu Tzeduki, Tzeduki found Rosh Hashishah. he said to Rosh Hashishah, Nahara, a full barrel goes to whoever, Kigani Lamai, but a broken barrel, where does he go? Meaning, you're broken, what's the point of seeing a king? You are blind, okay? Right? That's such a nice thing to say to a blind person. Om so Rosh said to him, Sa'chazi, De'adina Tvei Minach, Come, and I will show you that I know more than you. Khalaf Gunda Kamaisa, the first uh, kind of, um, you know, they had this whole, you no, know, a procession, right, of people coming to introduce the king, and you had like his entire army in front of him, right. So Khalaf Gunda, like the first group of soldiers passed by, Kika Asha. So there's this loud, you know, when it got uh, when it got noisy. So Amr he said, wa Tzeduki. The Tzeduki said to him, Asa oh, the king is coming, right. In other words, and he was lying. Amr Levshes is like Kasi. I know he's not coming, right? So Khalif Gunda Tinyana, another one. You know, another group of soldiers went by. Kika Afsha Amr Le who said to him, Hashda Kasi All the king's coming by now. Amr Levshes is loud Kasi He's not coming. Chalav Tlisav. When the third group of soldiers went by him, Kika Shaska. When it got quiet, right? That's the key. Before it was Afsha. Before it was loud. Now I know the king came. How do you know? So the ways of the kings of the of the land down here work in similar fashion to the machus of derekia, meaning a kadosh And this pasuk is by Eliyahu, right? Basically, it says over there. The name of Hashem three times, and it says, "Called the mamadaka right? The famous words that it got quiet. So we'll just read the, Pasuk, the whole It's a two, take three lines. So the point is, Hashem passed with the fire and the, the the noise and the tremble and the and the wind and what happens afterwards called the Mamadak, everything gets quiet. So similar here, whenever it was loud, I knew it wasn't the king, but once it got quiet, and apparently th- uh, some sort of stage of th- three groups of soldiers passing by, I knew that it was the, the Melech HaKamah. Ki Malcha. when the king came, Pasach, Reva Asher, Kamevach, Reva Sheis, made a bracha. Amle, hut, tzeduki, l'mande, you can make a bracha. Tzeduki was really annoying, and he said, you can't make a bracha for someone you can't see. Fine. Rishish didn't respond. What was the ending to this Tzaduki's life? How did it end? Some say that basically his friends put makeup on his eyes, which is a way of saying that they gouged out his eyes. Okay? Rishish is more of a, a simple death. Nasen Aynabbar of is, you know, gazed at him, and he became a pile of bones. That's an easier way of killing someone. Fine. The point being that Tzaduki, yeah, did not live. That long. Rav Sheishis, fine. Kama. Rav Shila The baal, baal mitzras. Rav Shila gave lashes to a man who had bia, right? Who was had relations with a non-Jewish woman, right? The baal mitzras, right? An Egyptian woman, and he gave lashes, right? With a Jew. Azal be Malka. Somebody went on to inform the king, and Omar he said, "Ika gavra There is a Jew. Who was judging people without permission of the king? So, they sent like a Shliach. He also, when he came, they said to him, My time in Why did you give Malko's lahai to this person? he said to them, Because he had relations with a donkey. Okay, now notice there was a switch here. We went from an Egyptian woman to a donkey. This is going to be an important fact. Amuley, they said to him, Do you have witnesses? Amuley, and who could we rely on? Us, Eliyahu. Eliyahu. came. Because right? as we know, Elio never really died in some sort of way. Adem he appeared as a man. Right? He didn't come and say, Hi, I'm right? He appeared as a man. Ve, Aser, and he testified. Amr they said to him, If in fact he gauged in bestiality, and he was, in, he was with an animal, then he's deserving of death. Amr He said to him, Anan, Mi'yom me'aren, we us Jews, when we were sent to exile, We don't really have Vishus to kill. Lashes we give, but no killing. But you, you know, you guys could do whatever you want. until they had a fact until they you know had time to actually go through the entire din Torah. Pasach She she Shila gave gave a compliment to Amr. He said, Allah he quoted a pasak. I'm really my it's Like, why are you mentioning this passage? Right, Amr He said to them, What I meant to say was, "Is You know, thank you, Hashem, That Hashem has given a king down here, or similar to the king above. Like, that's a pretty major compliment for the non-Jews to hear from a Jews. So you know what they said to them? Right, and he's given you control of the ability to done. So Amr, they said, You have given so much honor to our king, you know what? We'll let you judge the case. They gave him a rod, right? And Amr, they said to him, right? you could, We'll allow you to judge this case. Fine? When, he, when everybody left, Amr, the person who again had relations with this woman, and Rashila claimed it was a donkey. Umrelay the person said to Rav Shila, who gavra Avri rahman and Nisala Shakri. Right? Amalai that basically will Hashem sorry, Amal Gavra the person said to him, Avra Rahmar and Nisala Shakri, will Hashem do a miracle for someone that lied? Right? Meaning in other words, you said I had relations with the donkey, and Hashem made a miracle that Eliyahu came. Hashem makes miracles for someone that lies, you know, it's, it doesn't make sense. So, Amr Aleh, Rav said back to him, Rasha, lav chamri, lav chamri, meaning don't we refer to basically non Jews as a donkey or not really just non Jews, maybe like Arishram, the basar chamorim Right, basically refers, that's supposed to he's talking about their enemies, and he says that Besar is chamorim, right, he's referring to them as donkeys. So uh, yeah, I do have the legitimate right to refer it to as a donkey. Fine, But then Rav saw the Kozel of Memruhu, the Karin of He, Rav Shila then saw that this guy was going to go ahead and tell the, the king that he called them donkeys. That he called all the he called the non Jews or all, all wicked people donkeys. So Amar, Rav Shila said to himself, this guy is now considered a murderer because if they find out that I call them all donkeys, my life is at risk." The Torah says about someone's out to kill you, you got to kill them first. Mikhay but Kofi hit them with the rod, vikatle, and he killed them. Okay, fine. The point is that Tzeduki shouldn't have messed with Raphshila, and this guy should not have messed. Right inside, the, the Tzeduki should not have messed with Raphshes, and this guy should not have messed with Raphshila. Amar, he said to himself, since I see that a miracle occurred uh, with this pasuk, uh, Eli, we're about ten lines from the top. Um, I'm going to now expound on this pasuk. Directionally, I'll expand it. that this whole pasuk is referring to different occurrences that happened in our history. I'm going to read it pretty quickly. Chashem Gedola, <laughs> that's referring to Zuma's celebration. That's referring to creation in the world. So we see the words of Gedola are mentioned regarding creation. The Hagvura, that's referring to the Exodus. So again, we're just matching the words here. So and the glory, that's the sun and the moon. That stopped for Yeshua. And the moon stood. That is the fall of Rome. Big day. Right, so we see that ziv, right? V'yaz and So we see the word netzach. V'ahod, what's this? You know, I guess beauty. Zuma nachli nachlei arnon. That's referring to the. War of Nachle Arnon, which we spoke about a few pages ago. Right, that's referring to those, you know, those non-Jews who were raiding around in those mountains to kill the Jews. So, in other words, the fighting was from the stars; it was from the heaven. Four lines from the bottom. When I praise the Hashem for the Hamlucha, that's referring to Zuma Chemes Hamalek. Meaning that the malach of Hashem will be full when Amalek is gone. Hashem was raised. That's referring to Gog Magog. The says Allah Gog Nasi Rosh Right. So again, we see these words Nasi Rosh raised, referring to the Mahamas of Gog That's what this whole Chashem is referring to both things that happened in the past and also the things that happen in the future. That's the. The last thing we will be darish. What's lachol erosh? Amar v'chana bar rava amr I feel a reish genisa, min shemay manilei that even says Rashi like even someone who is appointed to dig pits in a backyard like even a gardener someone has like some sort of, some sort of gardener leadership position yeah min a manilei he's appointed from heaven lachol that every appointment anytime someone is given. Again, some sort of leadership position. It's from Shemay. Tanah Shemay, the Kiva Lachashem Magdula. He learns a little differently. Lachashem Magdula Zukriyas Yamsuf, meaning not Maisa Brishit. Vagvurah Zumaket Pacharot. Vatifers Zumatntar. Vanezach Zushlam. Vahod Zabeisham Mikdos. Okay, a little bit of a different a uh, theme. Mashal explains that there's some sort of big argument taking place over here. But let's move on. Tanah Okay, back to Brachot, Right, we always seem to somewhat get on a tangent, and back to. Regular programming, yeah. Haroah b'at Yisrael bi-yeshuvan. someone who sees a Jewish house be right, where they're supposed to be next to Israel. he makes a bracha Baruch Matziv Gvul, blessed Hashem who has affirmed the boundaries of the Jewish people. Amana right? But if you see, um, sorry, Baruch Gvul Amana, sorry, comma bechurbanan. If you see them in their destruction, Amar Baruch Tain Emeth. You say right? That's like what you say when you see when you hear someone die. B'atay if you see a house of a gentile in Eretz Yisrael, Omar, you say Hashem. Right? The house of the game of the Hari Hashem should remove. And in their destruction, I meaning if you see a house of a gentile destroyed, right? The right? You blessed Hashem takes revenge. Ula okay, there's a nice story over here. Ula because the they're walking on their way, and again, it's, it's clear that it's in Artisol. Kimato Apischa de of Khanna Bakhali Loi. So they passed by the house of Rav Hanabar Hanilai and the Hanabar Chanilai was no longer around. So Neger Rav Chesna Ve'esnach and he made this big moan. Right? Like, oh, Geval, right? Remember the good old days. Amr Why are you moaning? Rav said, Anachas Chatsigufa Moaning breaks half a body of a person. Right? Right? Whatever that means. but no, It takes a toll on you. Right? Physically. Right adam, I guess the point is, masnaim may your waist or something, right? It breaks up to your waist. no, no, it affects the entire body, right? And this is a real thing, you know? You speak to psychologists psychologist or therapist, you know, where there's real medical studies. Like, the more anxious the person gets, it really takes a physical toll on them. right? This is a right? It melts the entire heart, I mean, the entire body, will be affected by this. How could I not grow? in this house, you know, you know what this house used to be? Sheet there were sixty bakers in the day. sixty bakers at night. they baked for everyone that needed Now what this means is that basically they would always be ready to give money to the poor and they would keep their hand in their purse because they knew that if they kept their hand out of the purse, the Poor person would be too embarrassed. By the time you got your hand into the purse, the poor person already would have said, "No, no I'm too embarrassed." You know, don't give me. So the <laughs> they wouldn't take their hand out of the purse to suffer because they thought domasi ani them You know, an ani came, but By the time the kisa, by the time they reached into the purse, come they would get embarrassed. Therefore, they'd always be ready to give that way. The poor person would take right away. <laughs> they had four entrance ways. Open on all four sides. B'chol tavi ayl kafin nafik, and anyone who was hungry would come. I Sorry, anyone who ayl coffin, anyone who came hungry nafik kisava would leave satisfied. B'avi shadile, and they would throw out chati v'siri wheat and barley b'shani b'tzuras avrai, and the days of hunger outside the chomman the chsifim milsa the mishka b'mama anyone who was too embarrassed to take in the day asif v'shakabalaylo. Right? Okay. So that's this house of Chanabachani so loy. His point is hashda nafal right? Now that it's all like in a mound, right? I think that's Petalev Asnach, and I'm not going to groan, I'm not going to moan. He said, that uh, this is part of the decree when the was destroyed. and it's all included. Right? The, the houses batim rabim will be desolate. We the even the great and big they will be without settlers. So he thought that that would comfort him. I mean, I think, and he continues, says, I mean, the same way we believe that the Beit HaMikdash will return, also the houses of tzaddikim will return. Right? Just like the Beit HaMikdash, Hashem is going to return. So, to the houses, Hashem will return. He saw that he still was not comforted. He still wasn't comforted. So, what did he tell him? Very nice idea. He said, Doesn't it make sense that the Evet should at least be like the Rabbah? Meaning, the same way the Beit HaMittis is destroyed, how could the houses? Be around, meaning how could the houses be around while the house of a kaddish baruch Hu, the house of your master is gone? It's only fair. It only makes sense that the base of a kaddish baruch Hu is gone that we should also lose our houses as well. Meaning, how could we be comfortable when Hashem is not comfortable? Tana Israel, yeah. Someone who sees Kivra Israel, and this is a real bracha. Omer, you say baruch hasher Yotsar asheb Badin, that Hashem, you know, created you a din. He knows this is why you're alive. He satiated you, sustained you, and then gathered you with In other words, everything that happened in your life was biddin. He will raise you bidin, meaning, and he knows the number of all you. He knows he hasn't forgotten anyone. He will revive you. He will revive what do you say? Right? Again, that same bracha, right? Your, your mother should be embarrassed of you, basically. Anyone who sees his friend after 30 days, you say, Right? Meaning, if you haven't seen your friend in 30 days. Now, these halacha don't really apply nowadays. Um, it's very rare. And the main reason is, is because we have something called uh, telephone communication. Or we have something called email or social media, we're, we're, we're all connected. Meaning, even if, if I don't see you, right, I have a way of contacting you. A way of find, if, if something happened to you, I would find out, right? We're always in the same place. We're always in the same place. you um, Beis based, Chodesh, if you go 12 months by Omer Baruch Machay right? Because what's the idea of baruch mecha'im mesim? So Rashi points out that, that after well, I guess the Gemara will say this, but after twelve months, you usually forget about someone, so you assume that they're dead. Or at least they're dead to you, and then you see them say, "Oh, baruch mecha'im mesim." So said, this is a bracha that I would say people will say like without Hashem's name, but like it's, it is a common phrase. Oh, baruch mecha'im We haven't seen someone for a, while, a long time. Amarav ein ha'mesim um, Right, uh, someone is forgotten. In other words, when someone dies, you forget about them after 12 months, that I forget about a dead person like a Kli oven. And apparently, when you lose a utensil, Rashi points out that the owner is Miyayish, and he proves from Elu Metzius, that basically you have to be machres for Shalish Regalim, right? Because not an Elu Metzius, for Shalish Regalim, you have to be machres that an object was lost. So the idea is that after you pass the shalish Regalim, the owner forgets about his utensil, so too the dead person. It's interesting that we equate losing a wallet to losing a dead person. That both happen after uh, 12 months. Mm-hmm. Okay. The rabbi spoke about this, about the hope. Why Ken, exactly, months. right, exactly. Very good. That's at some point that I yesterday, after this year. Um, uh, well, that's why in a leap year, right? You mentioned that. That's why In other words, we read Amalek every year because if 12 months go by, right, we're going to forget about it. Mm-hmm. So that's what the Khatam sofer said, if it was a leap year, that means hope. you go... No, we both. No, we're both. We're both. no but we, so we don't do that. So what do we do, right? So he says that when you get to Pashat Kiteitzeh, right. have in mind that you want to fulfill oh. the once a year. Oh. Yeah, so in the yeshivot, they announce right before Kiteitzeh, right before Maktzeh, they say Chumah of the Chatam Sofer. and so no one okay. really knows what they're saying. But if you know, if you know <laughs> what they're saying, you know he means the the of the khatam Sofer. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we should announce it here. Yeah, let's continue. Rav Papa, Ravuna, Braid the Rav Yosua, Havika Azli BiOrcha, Ravuna Braid Yoshua were walking on the way. Pagi Beirav Chanina, Braid the they said to him, Bahadi the Chazinach. Now that I see you, Barichna Allah Tarti. I am going to make two blessings on you. What are the two blessings? Again, they ran into Rav Chanina, Braid They said, Baruch Asher Chalak Mechach Masel Reivv, meaning you are a wise man, and Shachiyana, Amrlehu, Anonami. He said to them, "I'll also make kiven techazino chashvesino leyo keshit nribo. I'm going to add another bracha, right?" He says kiven Sinhu. Now that I see you, you are like, to me, like 600,000 Jews, right? This is the way Jews used to talk, right? You, you, you appear to me like 600,000 Jews. Now most of you should understand, he doesn't really mean that he made the bracha of 600,000 Jews, but it's more like a, a compliment, right? That you know, you know, the amount of Torah that you could encompass all 600,000 minds of the Jewish people. And I will make three blessings on you, right? Right? Uh, these two, and then, and the bracha of Chacham harazm. right? So I would have responded back, on you I made four brachas, also my separations, or something, you know, you could like go on and on, and make, just make up different brachas to say same people. But Amruleim, they said to him, this is an amazing response, Chakim is do you think you're so wise? Meaning, does I actually say anything over here? Right. Meaning, Tve, meaning basically, who are you to make a brach on us that we are so wise, you are so wise that you know who's wise, right? <laughs> the real Jewish response, right? You think you know what chachma is, right? Hakimas kulai yavu benin, they gave him his eyes, the shachav, and he died. Okay, so just uh, be careful before you compliment. Yeah, whether you're even worthy of making such a compliment. Okay, right. I mean, I think that's what the Gemara is uh, saying over here, right? Are you as clever as all that? Yeah, very interesting. Let's see. what he huh? died. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, Yeah, the only person who's very smart. This reminds me of a story. I'll say very quickly. Uh, somebody once said. Uh, somebody was once, once speaking in Lakewood, a real Kanai, and he said that someone came up to him, and and uh, he was learning, and the seventeen-year-old boy came up to him and said, "Rabbi, I'm having sfeikot dinamuna. sveikot dinamuna, like you know, if, if I believe in I'm like a little simple seventeen-year-old kid." And this guy screamed at him and said, "You think you're smart enough to a dinamuna? Get out of here!" So he's Like. <laughs> And that, was, that was his answer. You're smart enough. I don't know if that's the proper response, but that's what this Gemara reminded me of. I'm Levi. I row You see, Bakanim are like spotted people, right? So, Omr Baruch Moshan Habriot. You say Moshan Habriot. May Seve. They asked again, so a new bracha, right? This bracha was not in the Mishnah. Spotted people say Um Beat. They asked the question. Rata takushi, you see a person with unusually black skin. Veta gichor, or you see a Gichor. Gichor is someone with uh, red skin. Veta Lofkan is a person with white skin. I guess you could say an albino. Vesa Kapach or Kiper, someone who is obese. Vesa or midget. Vesa Drakinos is someone with warts. Omrebrach Mishana Beat. You say Mishana Beat. Keta. Rukinos? Rukinos. Which one? kid is someone with warts. A lot of warts. Warts. Like blisters. 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 Like a, a growths on his body. Okay. So, I guess you see someone like missing a leg or something, right? Whose hand was amputated. Vesasuma, someone who's blind. Vesbetu Petuille it does not mean someone who's bald. It means betu Roj means someone who is matted. What does it mean, matted? And Rashi says, it's like, I don't even know what it means. It's like, what? His hair is densely packed. Densely packed. I mean, that sounds like a good thing. I, don't know, I wouldn't mind some densely packed hair. <laughs> but I, I, don't know, I don't know what that means exactly. Um, so let's continue. Vesa <laughs> Chagar. Someone who's a Chagar means his leg is amputated. Right? That's all a little Chagar. Vesa Mukher refers to somebody who is, you know, oh, that's boils. Vesa Bakunem. someone who's spotted. You say, barach Dayen HaEmet. Yeah? Meaning, it's, it's as if they've passed away basically. In other words, it's such a severe... Uh, you know, disease, or um, I guess, uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, I'm just uh, thinking of the right word, but this is such a terrible tra- tragedy that we have to say, Barach Tainemet. So, and we said before that we see someone who's spotted, what do you say? You say, Barach Meshan Habir, but here we say, Barach Tainemet. it says, if it's from his birth, Habasadis Yalid, here is after when he was born. So if it's after when he was born, and what do you say? Which one is going on? Which? What do you think? So Rashi says. Um, then you said it's after, correct? That and is if it happens afterwards, because the point is he had, he was living his life, and then he died, kilo, and then he got it. Yeah. yeah. So is the... It's the from his birth, yeah, from birth, tanur Yeah, correct. And, uh, it, right. The other things, what? And the other anything that happens after yeah. you're born, then you say and Ahmed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the Gemara kind of brings a proof for that dekanami because dekatari domi dekite because we refer to someone as an amputee. Amputee means it happened after he was living. So yeah. So the midget again, it, just, the, it, suddenly, it says the midget Habriot. My brother uh, always quotes the story that he has a friend. Uh, he has a friend, Benny. He's, he's a midget in Eretz Yisrael. He's very close to them. He, he, he flew into America for my brother's wedding. So, my brother was once uh, went with him to a, uh, a, um, a shtibul. You, know, you know what shtibul is, you know, where they have a minyanim. Somebody saw the midget and it was, it was really not right. It's, somebody said, Baruch Mashan Briat, And they all said the of Mishana And my brother started screaming at them. He said, What are you doing? You know, quietly, whatever. But it was, my brother it was very upsetting. Very upsetting story. So, there's, if you're going to make the bracha, make sure he doesn't he doesn't hear the bracha. Fine. So, there's a you know you have to know how to do it. K'tina's the Gemara. Tara bottom. Haroa pil kof v'kafuf. Right. So, pil is an elephant. Kof is a monkey. vikipov is a is an apple. Omar baruch m'shan habrit. Okay. But I think nowadays we don't want to say these things because these are this is normal. Every kid knows what an elephant is, right? Everyone these these are all normal things for us. We're no longer surprised. Rabriyos We see some beautiful creatures. We learn tovus and beautiful trees. Say, Baruch that such a thing exists in the uh, world. Okay, al hazikin. Right, so now we get back to interpreting. To ex- really about... Correct, correct. So all these things we see in videos, we, we see all the time, yeah. Al hazikin, what are zikin? So again, now let's get back to interpreting the Mishnah. It's a zikin, you made, I believe, an osse maisa uh, bereshit, right? Is that what it said in the Mishnah? Oh, no, sorry, you say, So my zikin, what are zikin? It's a bit of a hard Gemara, this next Gemara. Amr Shmuel Shmuel says Dishavit. some sort of shooting star. Fine? Shmuel. And Shmuel said, Nihirin Shivil Deshmaya. He says the paths of heaven are clear to me. Meaning I know just like I know I'd go away from Nardah. I know the paths of heaven. Besides the path of the shooting star. my nihu. That I don't know exactly its path that it takes. The Gemiri, but I I do know it's a traditional of our kisla doesn't go over into Kisla, right? What does that mean, Kisla? Kisla refers to a constellation. It doesn't enter that constellation. If you Kisla, but if it would go through Kisla, the world would be destroyed. V'hakah hazinan, hazinan, ziva, so it says in the Gemara, but what do you mean? We see some sort of light coming out of ziva. So, right? so it seems like that it is going into, right? We see that it does pass through Kisla. It says in Gemara, de avar. Its glow passes through, and it appears as if it's passed through, but it doesn't actually go through that constellation. Vilon is a different interpretation. Basically, the Gemar Chagiga says that there are seven like, levels to heaven, right? So the most bottom one, one closest to earth, is called Vilon. So Zikin means, what does Zikin mean? Vilon who mikra. When it's this bottom heaven, the mikra, like rips open. The Megalgal, right? Something happens. And you see the light from the second level of heaven, right? You know, again, these are seven levels to the atmosphere, however you want to refer to them. So when the bottom one rips open, and you see the next one, that's what, again, the second one is called Rekiah, that's what's called Zikin. Rav ashi Rav Ashi gives a whole uh, different interpretation. And he says, He says, He um, says, well sorry, the way Rash explains, it, he's coming to answer the question of the Shmuel said that the, the shooting star doesn't pass through Kisla. So Ravashi says that, you're right, I sometimes it appears as if it does pass through. So he explains the Kisla, the mivis, that it says that when does it look like the shooting star is passing through? When the the Kisla, when a star leaves. The or goes from one side of Kisla, and its friend sees it umivis, and that star gets afraid command avar. Again, stars moving around makes another star scared. It's some sort of light to gets scared, and that's what appears to you as if there's a shooting star in the constellation of Kisla is really something else. Okay, continues the Gemara. Uh, this is just a, another teaching about Kisla, and again about this constellation. Shmuel Ramishmuel as the contradiction. The pasuk says Ose Ash Kisilva because Hashem makes three constellations: Ash, Ksil, and Kima. Uksiv, and it says Osei, Kima Vixil. Then it switches the order. And it says Kima Uksil. So what is the correct order? Hakayt said, right? Now one place before Ksil first, and one place before Ksil last. Hakayt said, how is this uh, possible? Right? So these, these are names of stars. Yeah, or constellations. It's, it's, it's names of constellations. So it says the Gemara El Shel Ksil. we not for basically the Gemara is going to point out that both are needed. Both are equal. In other words, by putting one earlier, we thought one was, like, better. Saying, no, both are equal. Why? (laughs) If not for the heat of the Ksil, (laughs) the world will not survive because of the cold of (laughs) Kima. If not for the cold of (laughs) Kima, we wouldn't survive from the heat of the Ksil. (laughs) And it is known, if the tail of the scorpion was not placed in the stream of fire, which, again, is referring to the, you know, it's not referring to the constant, to the zodiacal constellation. Now we are referring just to the actual form, you know, form of these stars. So if the tail was not placed in the stream of fire, anyone bitten by a scorpion would not live. Okay, I don't really know these things, so we're going to move on. That's what Hashem told Right, which means could you tie the bonds of Kima or loosen the shackles of Casil? Which means that the the way um, the art school explains the, the pasuk implies that the stars of Kima are bonded together, where the stars of Casil are looser and freer, which somehow affects the cold and the heat. My Kima, what is the constellation of Kima? How did it get its name? Ameshmol Kimeya Kohve. it is like Kimeya. Right, Kima is like a hundred stars. So Kima is made up Kimea of a of hundred stars de um, Amilodimikanfi. Some say they are gathered together, they're very close. Amilod de Mavadrin. And some say that they are uh, separate. Just one more line. My Ash, we mentioned a constellation called Ash Amr It's the constellation to us known as Yosa. My Yosa, what's Yosa look like? Armal Zanav It's the tail of the ram. For Amila and some say the head of the bull. Mustafa command Omar that it's a zinav is a tladhsiva ash you comfort Ayesh for her children. Which evidently means that Ash is missing. You know what? We'll start from here tomorrow. Okay? We'll start, I mean, I don't know if it's a great place to start, but we'll just start from here tomorrow. Oh. Let me end the recording. I don't know if I should have had that midget story on recording. So it's not such an-